0: You'll be the world champion with a body like that.
1: With And the And now your world podcast champions.
0: What's up guys? Another rumbling reality for your ears. How's it going, Travis? Not a whole lot. How's it hanging over there, Ram Jam? Well, just been recovering, uh, being, or having the flu for the last week, and it has been nasty.
1: Yeah, but you know what? You still sound good with your introduction, so you're all
0: right. You're well, all thank good. you, sir. So, Travis, what is going on in the wrestling world that our fans, everybody, needs to know about?
1: Uh, there's there's a few big things. Uh, matter of fact, we'll start with something that I think would be the biggest, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of sad. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah. It's yep.
1: it, what's so funny is we were talking about uh, the situation on, on our podcast just about, I think two or three Which weeks Which one was going to last? Yeah, we were, cause, cause when we were talking about the initial incident, I think I even had mentioned, um, that it looked like she just suffered a stinger, um, uh, yeah. because, uh, and for those that didn't understand what that meant, um, if you didn't look it up or if you do know awesome for those that don't know a stinger is where you have a neck injury and uh you take impact on a certain uh, a certain point in the neck that causes what is literally (coughs) called a stinger because it uh gives you temporary paralysis over uh majority it's uh people's arms um they get a tingle sensation in them um, people, if they suffer a really bad one, they can't move their legs. Mm-hmm. Um, which that one's the most scariest because both of them, like both extremities, uh, arms and legs, both have temporary paralysis. That's the scariest one. Cause you don't know if it's a broke neck or if it just hit that spot and is just temporary until you start feeling some kind of movement again. So that's yeah. the most dangerous one. Paige looks like she suffered one that, just caused her arms to go limp. The way people are describing it backstage at the moment and that we're aware of is they're comparing it a lot to with what happened with Edge um, and what caused him to uh, do a retirement. So um, if that all is true, that's that's sad. That's, that's a disappointment for Paige just because she just came back and I mean, while I wasn't a fan of the Absolution faction, yeah. I enjoyed seeing Paige back, and she was looked like she was enjoying being back. And uh, for this to happen to her in such a young time in her career, for her to still be in her 20s, I think I think she's 24, 25 now. Yeah. So to be told that you you probably shouldn't wrestle again when you're as good as you are and at that young of an age, that's that's kind of that's defeating. That's, that's a little bit salt-crushing. You can't, you can't help but feel like that.
0: Yeah, I saw that too. Like, man, that's a... I almost wonder what they're going to do with Mandy Rose and um, Sonia. They're just going to scrap them.
1: I mean, at that point, if, if rumors are true to to everything at this moment, then, I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise, nor do I think it would be necessarily a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Really? Just because, I mean, for one, the Absolution faction and Riot Squad, for that matter, have had a, both of them have had a hard time getting up off the ground because so many people compare them because they're exactly the same unit, just they have a different name. And it's, it's one of those things where when you have some, two of those things that are exactly alike and they, they happen so quickly within each other, um, I think you just kind of grow stale of that storyline right off the bat. And has like, she
0: been injured a couple times in a row now? Say what? Hasn't she been injured a couple times in a row? Like, it's the third or fourth time she's came back, and within less than a year, she's injured?
1: Um, I don't – you know, if, I, if I'm being completely honest, I can't say yes or no to that one. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, I would say I, I think she's had a couple little minor injuries, but nothing that's kept her out, like, as long as this last one did
0: okay. uh, with
1: her neck. So. But, again I could be wrong so don't don't quote me on that one for sure but I, I'm gonna venture right now is just to say I, I don't know
0: so yeah uh, that's definitely uh, I mean it was gonna be it was, it was gonna be cool to see her in the women's Royal Rumble too let's actually miss that well and you know and, and let's let's make something clear
1: um, this is all still this the, nothing's come down yet WWE yeah. hasn't announced anything yet um, this is just purely speculation um, Dave Meltzer's heard it uh, a couple other notable people Brian Alvarez I believe reported on it too um, the pro wrestling sheetscom uh, I think was the first to break the news yeah um, they uh, nothing nothing's been confirmed so it's that's not to say that it is isn't true but we also don't know if it is true yet yeah. so until it comes down from WWE personally Right now, I think it's just pure. We can only take it for what it is, and that's just pure speculation.
0: Yeah. Um, man, so much stuff's been going on, uh, and I'm really, really digging Matt Hardy's entrance music. I love his music.
1: Yeah, you know, that's it. what I was thinking too. Um, it's it's one of the times that CFO uh, here recently has just he he caught he caught something like he got just the right amount of. Uh, melody from the original Broken gimmick uh, and the song that uh, was used for his TNA entrance music, and he was able to combine it with a little bit of a rock tune in there, too. So it was really cool how he merged those. Yeah,
0: I, lo- I love uh, it. It's perfect. Honestly. Yeah. Now, I don't
1: know how I feel about all the little quotes at the beginning. You know, it is it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's working. So,
0: yeah. I think the entrance the music itself almost brought some little more life back into his uh, thing I think so too but man
1: was it just me or was both raw and smackdown crowd seemingly dead this week
0: yeah I thought, I thought so too there's plenty of times where I was like this deserves a little bit of a pop
1: yeah like and both crowds were just sitting there and I was like, huh I was like this is this is not this ain't good you know these yeah. crowds suck <laughs> <laughs>
0: Have you uh, like, have you been uh, messing around with WWE Network? You just, have you uh, watched the uh, WWE photo shoot?
1: Yeah, yeah. They have the first Those two Those are really episodes. good. Yeah, they have the first two ones, Cesaro and Miz, and up right now.
0: Dude, it made me go on Twitter, at WWE Ramsey, and actually post and really make me wonder why the hell Cesaro has not been championed by now.
1: I mean, Cesaro's... So freaking good. Cesaro's thing, this is this is like the situation he's been put in, um, is that he's he's so good in ring wise, yeah. But it's been very difficult for him to channel a character. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: But and, don't you and, think he's always ran any character he's had? He's always gone kind of gotten over. Any well, I won't say necessarily a character
1: because he hasn't really been much of a character. I mean, first he came in yeah, as like the uh, the Swiss guy that, uh, you know, was all about Switzerland, you know, the evil horn or, like, gimmick. Okay, that's been done and over with. You know, it's, like, people kind of get bored of seeing that when you do it too many times. Yeah. Um, Then he got switched over to the Real Americans gimmick, which... Which I loved. I mean, it was was good. It was a good team unit thing, but honestly, it was also like, okay, you just told us that this guy was a Swiss guy who was absolutely all about switzerland and wasn't a fan of the states and now you're calling him a real American. But
0: that's why it's even more funny i thought at least i mean it did it there was
1: a little bit of comedy in there but at the same time i was like they're trying to Cesaro's is too much of a, of a of a serious type of competitor to be pushed in a comedy like gimmick form like that i just i just wasn't really with it like i was yeah, a fan of his it. but i wasn't with the character yeah yeah um, And then I think his best opportunity just, unfortunately, went south real quick, and I don't know why. Like, still to this day, I don't think they know why, but when they paired him with Paul Heyman to be the king of swing, I think he could have done so much more with that, Mm -hmm. Uh, but for whatever reason, I don't know if creative just had, you know, cold feet or whatever the case may be, but they, they soured on that, and then... His most successful run had been when they literally had an unlikely pairing that that was at the time of Kidd and Cesaro, yeah. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. But I feel like and he then, made that work too. And that's what I was saying. That that ended up being a hell of a team, and yeah. then it was just it was cut short unfortunately by Tyson Kidd's uh, career-ending injury from the muscle buster that Joe gave him on a on a dark match one night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and and it was unfortunate too because it looked like they were just hitting a stride yeah and and they were doing
0: so well i feel like there's too many guys like this though some guy they're always talking about the brass ring all this crap there's guys out there that are able to do it they just do not have enough creative uh storylines to keep them going so they fall flat but i mean
1: (laughs) it could be it could very well be um I think that's just unfortunately. I mean that it's, photo it's shoot funny.
0: though made me realize how much more I like Cesaro I've always liked Cesaro and I always thought he's never been pushed, but they watched that photo shoot and him uh-huh. just going down I mean just him just talking normally, it's pretty entertaining.
1: See, and I haven't I haven't I've only seen Miz's. I haven't seen Cesaro
0: Oh, yet. okay. You have to watch Cesaro's. He's really he's just really good. I love him. Miz is good too. Miz oh yeah, oh yeah Miz is awesome well. too. I've always liked Miz. Yeah, no pun intended on Miz being awesome, right? Oh
1: yeah! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's been some. Hold on, guys.
0: Yep. This is the, this is, this is kicking in. Give me one second. Let me take a break. One sec. Oh yeah. Whew. Had a little uh, had a little uh, coughing attack there. So,
1: um, there was some there was some news I read this week about yeah. um, some more about some potential TV deals. Have you seen this? What is it? So WWE, for those that don't know. Um, is oh, currently yeah. under contract to the to the USA Network, who is uh, just a channel of the of their parent company, which is NBC Universal. Yeah. Okay. Um, for those that don't know, the WWE had a deal to provide all new original content. I believe it runs up through 2019, or is at, up for renewal in 2019. It's one of the two. Um, but it looks as if WWE is looking to shop around for a new network. Really? Uh, yeah. And the news that's come out of it um, is absolutely is surreal to think what could actually take place here. Uh, the, the big rumor of the moment is that there have been talks already amongst executives, mm-hmm. um, preliminary talks, to bring WWE over to Fox Sports and be a Fox Sports exclusive brand. Really uh, yes now people people that don't understand what this really means, I'm gonna try to break it down to you and I'm going try to, I'll try break to be quick down. about it right? <laughs> I'll try to be quick but um, I, I want to make sure that I explain it correctly so that mm-hmm. people understand yeah. what we're dealing with here. Um, WWE shopping with Fox and Fox Sports to potentially be their exclusive brand or, or their exclusive home, Comes off the heels of the UFC, um, and the fact that UFC could potentially be heading over to ESPN when their uh, TV deal expires with Fox here in about uh, I think by the end of this year I want to oh, say. I see. I see
0: what's going so, on. So,
1: um, Fox wants to still have a presence of um, uh, of like combat like sports still on their channel. Yeah. Uh, so there has already been preliminary talks to bring the WWE over to Fox sports to a somewhat similar deal to what the UFC signed with Fox um, in light of UFC wanting to move to ESPN where this gets even more interesting is that apparently uh, within those same talks, there has been the float around about Fox buying WWE like that literally buying the company. Um, and yeah, how would that
0: work? Huh.
1: Well, and here's a little thing. Uh, I, while I can't remember what the full details to it were, um, apparently if Vince McMahon hypothetically were to sell 40,000 shares of stock of the WWE to Fox, he would still retain the, the majority vote for his company. So mm-hmm. while the company may be owned by another He would still maintain precedence as being like the vote over what goes on in the company. Yeah. So, to a sense, he'd also be losing a lot
0: more money with the merch sales and different things. A lot of it wouldn't be going just to him.
1: Right. But then, on top of that, with him launching Alpha Entertainment, which was was designed, yeah, this is looking like his project that he's going to do away from wrestling, which could lead to him potentially wanting to get out of the wrestling business. I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, one could think. Um, What I find intriguing about this is that um, if this goes through, Mm. this could potentially – granted, people will talk about TNA's stint with Fox Sports uh, for their – I think it was a year or two run. But this would be the first time um, since the AWA days back on ESPN in the 80s that a major wrestling promotion – would be uh, featured on a legitimate, quote-unquote, sports channel.
0: Yeah, I guess, yeah.
1: It, it would be huge to get that. That's true. So that's that was something I found extremely interesting. Well, I read
0: something about Fox but I didn't, I didn't read in depth about it, so obviously now I know.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. And there's also new talk about the NWA resurrection yeah, and TV too, the TV deal. Yeah. Yeah, TBS, of all places. I know. Bringing back the M, uh, the NWA.
0: I mean, you almost wonder if, you know, word New Japan's getting so big, they're coming over here, it's making other companies think, well, if it's getting big enough and there's enough market for it, we're going to start, you know, launching these things back up. I mean, it could be, because think
1: about it. It's it's showcasing that there's more than just WWE. Yep. And... People are looking for that alternative still, because, and let's face it, there's nobody that's going to be able to compete with WWE right now. You know, yeah. the only one that comes close to that, at least maybe financially speaking wise, would be New Japan, but yeah. they're not a domesticated product.
0: So, what do you think about this going on? So, people are saying, people are saying we Jericho's doing another match overseas in Japan, and people are keep people keep talking about maybe just maybe they're in cahoots. Like, they made some kind of backstage deal where they're going to be able to get Kenny Omega for a couple slots like Rumble and WrestleMania. Or or some kind of major star. Because Jericho's so aligned with Vince, has always loved Vince, and always loved WWE, that it almost seems like there's been some kind of underhand deal. And can you imagine some kind of Rumble surprise where Kenny Omega shows up? mm -hmm. That'd be freaking nuts. I mean, to say that it's not
1: possible, I think is a very... A very underestimated statement, mainly because you've seen it here recently that so many companies have started merging together to to try to create interest within wrestling again. You know, uh, Impact had a had a deal with uh, Pro Wrestling Noah over across seas in Japan for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they're trying to repair the relationship with New Japan. Which, um, which is good for them because it just so happens that one of their executive uh, creatives now, or executive producers, whatever you want to call them behind the scenes of TNA now, yeah. is Don Callis. Uh, people that don't recognize the name Don Callis, he's also a commentator uh, with Kevin Kelly uh, for New Japan Pro Wrestling, but y'all may know him. By two characters. The first one would probably be his most notable one as Cyrus from ECW days back uh, at the beginning ends of their time when he had to play Cyrus the network executive and they were on TNN uh, who had to enforce some rules. But then he also played the Jackal over here in old WWF. And for those that don't know what the Jackal is, I highly encourage you to go look up that character because that character was revolutionary for the time that he was in. Um, It was absolutely creepy and terrifying to a degree. Like, it it could have been something huge if they would have just ran with him in the Attitude Era. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. Him being in those two roles could be very prominent to repairing that New Japan relationship. Yeah. On on the WWE front, I believe I said this on the last time we did the podcast, was... um, I think this could be, or no, I said this uh, to to a friend of mine. I think we could be on the cusps here of the la- of the next maybe five years, maybe ten even, um, that we're gonna see WWE start uh, start co-promoting with other brands, and I say that because. You,
0: you've already seen the seeds planted. So you almost kind of wonder, though, does it really benefit somebody as big as... Because you obviously know it's going to benefit New Japan, it would benefit ROH, but does it really truly get that how many more people watching W2B that, one, don't already watch it, or two, like, ROH fans or New Japan fans are like, well, I'm not going to really be consistent with this thing.
1: See, I I, am, I can see that argument, but then I also see it this way. Of course it's going to help out companies like if hypothetically speaking New Japan were to do a merger some so to speak or some kind of co-promoting with WWE WWE has kind of already showcased that they respect New Japan um, for those that didn't see uh, my post on Twitter yesterday um, I, I shared a video from WWE's WWE's official YouTube page that talked about the history between Finn Balor, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows yeah. and it literally referred to them being and they referred by name of new Japan pro wrestling. And they even mentioned the bullet club name, um, on there. So we're seeing, we're seeing stuff already in triple H being a guy who with the UK division, especially, you know, uh, making deals with progress and ICW and things like that. Those are other promotions that yes, they're piggybacking off of the WWE fame, but think about it as a fan, you see a guy like Will Ospreay, who's under the New Japan and Ring of Honor ba- uh, banner at this moment, just as a hypothetical example. And let's say uh, Neville, uh, let's use him as an example. Let's say that he somehow smoothed things over with WWE. And, and his I, heard,
0: I heard he's sitting, his con- sitting out his contract. He very well could be at this point. But,
1: again, we're playing hypothetical. Mm-hmm. So bear, so go with me here.
0: Yeah.
1: You have Neville, who's around um, – And you have Will Ospreay from New Japan. Wouldn't you love to see a match between Neville and Will Ospreay? I mean, it would be something to see for two guys that are known to fly like they do. Um, Wouldn't it be awesome to see the two of them go against each other? And that's a dream match that people would want to see. Yeah. So it benefits the WWE product especially. If you can have the match even on your show, because it's going to bring eyes that maybe either A, have grown tired of WWE and quit watching, or guys that have just said, oh, I prefer to watch something else over WWE, it brings their eyes back
0: to the product as well. So, not to uh, switch topics, but I'm getting a little pissed, because I've said this before many times. WWE does not know what they're doing anymore when it comes to surprises. Raw 25, for example, has all these stars. I would love to see surprise me, but we are already knowing who's going to come out. I know, I know, they're gonna have a couple random ones we weren't expecting, but it's like I don't want to know that you know Stone Cold's gonna surprise us, or I want it just to happen. Oh, it brings the sure. ratings in. No, if anything shows you that does not bring ratings in, what brings ratings in? somebody's like, oh, hey man, you gotta turn to Raw. Stone Cold just came back. That's mm-hmm. more. That's more exciting to me. I'm just getting, and I'm not the only one with this. Uh, with this thing, there's many people online who bitching too. I'm just getting kind of old. They just keep ruining all the debuts. They keep ruining all the returns from injuries. It just getting a little old to me. mm Hmm. I totally can see that. It's just... You know, at the same time, it doesn't
1: necessarily bother me to announce that there's going to be a, an appearance made. I think the only one that really that bothers me in regards to them announcing an appearance is by The Undertaker. I
0: knew it. I know you so well.
1: And I only say that not not because I'm like a huge Undertaker mark. Granted, yes, I'm a I'm yeah, fan. But I'm saying that because all the speculation of is he retired, is he not retired, all the guys that they've basically um, announced to make an appearance are either A, retired, or they're part-time doing whatever, um, like, every once every once in a blue moon. Triple H will wrestle maybe once or twice a year, depending yeah. on the match. You know what I mean? But you already knew he was going to be there. Stone Cold's retired. Shawn Michaels is retired. Um, there's rumors that Hulk Hogan's going to come back, and they're saving that for a surprise. Oh, God. So, what a big surprise. I mean, at the end of the day, Hulk Hogan was made by the WWE. So, I Who mean, cares?
0: He, he deserves I, think, I think most people... I mean, that's not true, right? I'm not saying most people, but... A lot of people our age aren't really big Hulk Hogan fans. They don't really care, and we're the ones that are continuously watching and twittering and all this tweeting, whatever, tweeting. and all. Well,
1: I won't go that far.
0: I'm gonna say most of the people that are in the Hulk Hogan grew up in Hulk Hogan era, like my dad's age and stuff. They're not the ones who watch wrestling anymore. They're not the ones who ever buy merchandise. They're not the ones that continually, you know, you know, stir the pod and make make you know people you know talk about wrestling.
1: Well, let's be let's be fair though. Hulk Hogan, yes, may have had his stride in the eighties, but he still reinvented himself in the nineties. And for guys like me, I remember Hulk Hogan, yes, with the red and yellow. Of course, my time remembering Hulk Hogan best was a part of the NWO as a superior heel. So whether whether you remember him from the eighties or the nineties, the point is is he still made a huge impact in both decades. I know. So people still know if anything, you may not necessarily be a quote-unquote Hulk Hogan fan, but he is part of the reason why we all watch wrestling.
0: It, oh, it's I wouldn't say that. I mean, I if mean if when I was a little if, kid, if you're of you're anybody, course, I liked him. But
1: If you're anybody that grew up from the 90s or from the 80s to the early 2000s, 10 bucks says at least you heard about wrestling because of Hulk Hogan. At least once.
0: It, it, it yeah, would be I mean, I, mean I, I know what you're saying, but it's like Hulk Hogan was definitely not one of the guys that ever drew me in. Definitely not. Never one of the
1: guys. He did me. Well, so I mean,
0: I'm older than you, a little bit older than you, and I definitely was never really – I was more drawn into wrestling. People like Stone Cold, people like Jeff Hardy, people like Undertaker, those are the guys that really caught my imagination more than Hulk Hogan. And Hulk sure, but – Hulk Hogan was but, less, less my generation, so. But think of think I also of didn't watch just, WCW like you did. So when I was watching I was about when I was that's, watching WWE and Raw, you were yeah. over there sitting watching WCW, the sinking but, ship.
1: That's what I was saying. That's what I was about to say was that that's another you. You actually have a valid point because you didn't watch WCW.
0: Like I said before,
1: <laughs> I expressed that I remember Hulk Hogan best as being part of the NWO, which yeah. was from
0: '96. Yeah, I mean, that's good. That's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. So, yeah,
1: you, you didn't start watching. And I was going to say, those those three names that you just shouted out were all big WWE legends of our time, and we were seeing them in their prime or at the beginning of their career in 99, 98, 97. Yeah. You know, I was busy watching WCW because that was the only thing I could watch for a while. And, yeah, I, I was there from 96 until uh, it eventually folded, and I saw Hulk Hogan, but I saw him as the... Uh, the leader of nwo black and white yeah you know? so i i still have those memories of the red and yellow but yeah i remember the black and white four live two and that's sweet
0: true poly- nwo was freaking gigantic i was just never a wcw guy so when you were repping nwo I was, I was repping dx so exactly exactly granted
1: i liked both but yeah once- yeah
0: you're gonna play both sides
1: no, once I, once I couldn't watch WWE anymore because of the Attitude Era content, yeah, I was full board NWO, uh, so. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know, I just, so what do you think, what do you think about the Raw 25? What are what are your hopes for it? What are your hopes? Like, what do you think is going to happen? What surprise do you think is going to happen? Taker, whoever, What what's your, what are you looking forward to?
1: Well, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what exactly um,
0: they Sorry, plan on always... doing with it. Huh? So sorry about all this noise. I'm opening a couple of boxes real quick. Yeah, I'm That's, sorry.
1: Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how things play out with The Undertaker. Like, does he – is he going to have one more match? Have we seen The Last of Undertaker? You know, we, we don't know. We're actually going to get some answers as to what's going to go on with Taker, even though from uh, all the news reports I've seen, it's pretty much a lock that it's going to be Taker and Cena. I knew, yeah. Mainly. I was going to say probably Cena. It it probably is, but you know what? That's okay, and and it's that's a marquee match. Yeah, you know, um, so it'll be it'll be interesting if that's the case, and I wouldn't be too uh, displeased if that becomes the case. My wonder is who goes over at that point.
0: You know, <laughs> exactly. does
1: Taker does Taker take back to back losses? You know, um, to be honest with with uh, Taker's win loss record being the way it is at the uh, the twenty twenty three and two, I believe, is what it is now. Um, if John Cena were to beat him, you only have three people that have ever beat you, and they're three of the more recognizable names. Yeah, but it's almost like let's term. take her go out and like a win. That's not. But he's he's not like that though. He's a. But he's already lost twice mentality. now. I agree. I'm not dis- I'm not disagreeing with this. But he's an old school mentality. Hmm. He's. His, the way he was brought up in the business is how all the old timers were. And that's when you go out, you go out on your back. You, you literally. That's also, that's also
0: what page thinks too. <laughs> Sorry. I had to. Oh my. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't know myself on that one.
1: Of course you couldn't.
0: Oh God. Okay. Keep going.
1: Uh, that, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, give me one second, Travis. I want to take a little break while I get some water and a beer back. You do that. Hey guys, this is Ramsey. If you're liking what you're hearing today on Rumbling Reality, don't be afraid to give us a good comment. Give us a five star on the podcast app you're using. If you love wrestling, uh, go to rumblingrumors.com. There's tons of wrestling stuff there for you. And if you want to talk to me or Travis, go on Twitter, WWE Ramsey or Travis Falhark. That's all I got to say. Back to the show, guys. All right, and we're back. Uh, so what else do you want to talk about, Travi? I'm, le- I'm leaving the questions to you today, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, the the
1: Elite or Bullet Club, uh, this current version of the Bullet Club. Or Balor Club. Uh, No, this one's actually Bullet, not Balor. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we pretty much established there is a difference between the two now. Yeah. Uh, but... The Bullet Club, consisting of the actual Bullet Club of Rhodes and Omega and the Bucks and everything like that, um, they have officially come out and announced a date for their 10,000 plus or 10,000 seat arena show that has been teased for about a month or two now. Yeah, um, they finally announced a date, which I believe is September the first, um, and they're calling the event All In because um, that's been the that's been the gag. Because they're using all their money. Yeah, they're they're pulling their their money. It's their own personal money to to make this show happen. It's not a Ring of Honor event. It's not a New Japan Which event. Which can't be
0: that much amount of money. I would think it would be. like – It's not like some giant Madison Square Garden.
1: Well, you have to imagine, and this is what Jim Cornette said on his part, podcast too. You know, he was like, "I respect the guys for what they're doing, mm-hmm. but can they really sell a ten thousand seat arena? Because at the end of the day." Yeah, Honestly, you may think, yeah. Oh, it's just simply, you know, giving a arena a call and asking if the date's available and booking it, but you also gotta remember you gotta pay rights fees, you're gonna have to give a portion of whatever you make to the person, you're gonna have to do promoting with it, you're gonna have to do all these different things yeah. that like there's a lot more that goes into it besides just, oh well, we're gonna pick an arena of ten thousand seats and we're gonna fill it, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's got a point. But do I think they have a good chance to make it happen? Absolutely. And um, it's because of the fact of their name. Their name's for one. And for two, people will pay to see this event, especially if at the very least they think, well, we're going to help them out and we're going to fill this 10,000-seat arena. Um, They'll make back what they make in ticket sales. They'll make that also through merchandise sales as well. Um, They'll be fine there. But there's two big rumored... Um, surprises that they are they're wanting to do for the all-in show. Um, the most obvious one that we've talked about even on this show is uh, the in-ring return of Daniel Bryan, which would mean he doesn't renew his contract with WWE, which comes up, I believe, right around the end of this summer. Really. Uh, so that would fall right in line with their show date. And... He's already been cleared in other places to wrestle. It's just WWE's doctors. And he pretty much said, uh, Daniel Bryan himself said that he was going to wrestle by the end of 2018. He hopes it's with WWE, but if even he said if he doesn't get cleared by Mania, then he's probably not going to get cleared at all. Yeah. So he's a foot in. They, they've you know teased Daniel Bryan versus Cody, so that would be interesting. Um, the other big announcement is apparently the supposed uh, in-ring return of CM Punk um, because apparently – I believe it's Matt Jackson of the two. Yeah. There's uh, Nick yeah. and Matt, and I believe it's Matt Jackson of the Unbucks, who has verbally stated he has CM Punk's number. They do talk, um, and he's always told Punk. He said, hey, for one, we'd like to bring you into the Bullet Club. Um, but for two, it, you know, if you ever, if you ever feel like you want to come and step back into the ring, we've got the open invitation. And if you want to sell a 10,000 seat arena, you'll do that yeah. easily with the in-ring return of CM Punk.
0: Because he oh, yeah. of
1: the two, he of the two is the, uh, the one that people thought would least likely happen. Because we know Daniel Bryan will wrestle again, yeah. but... At this point, pretty, people pretty much have taken taken to it that CM Punk is done with wrestling. Even though those like Jim Ross and a few others have said that they don't feel that's the Wait, case. What's the, what's the event recommend. called again? They're calling it the All In Show. Or just All In. Okay, I'm just looking it up. Okay, keep talking. So, I mean, they haven't – they've announced the date. They've announced the name of the show. Um, Kenny Omega announced that he'll be there. So
0: Yeah, that's gonna, uh, That's going to sell so much already, honestly. There's so many guys, there's so many people in America who want to see him live.
1: Yeah. Um, they said the city has been booked. They have yet to announce it. Um, and it should be announced on an episode of Becoming the Elite here in the next coming weeks. So
0: Can you imagine uh, if CM Punk actually returned for an end- entering a performance? That would be, be, it would make the internet go wild.
1: Uh, it would. It would make the internet go wild, and it'd do exactly what they'd set out to do. It would sell 10,000 seats. Definitely. Like, it would. It would come back. And CM Punk has even said that uh, if he ever does decide to come back, it would not be for WWE. So this would not be a WWE event. Hell, this could be just even a one-time payday thing where he just he he does it, comes back. I can't for... see him
0: getting paid that much, honestly. But yeah.
1: I mean, hell, you come back for one more match like this. Because he didn't really have a proper retirement. You know what I mean? He walked no, basically called it. So what if this is his retirement match? You know what I mean? Yeah. If he, even if he just does the one-off appearance, he could do that. And you could build that. You could build around that saying that this is the return to CM Punk for one last match, his retirement match. You know, mm-hmm. And that way he can retire from pro wrestling on his terms instead of just walking out. Because that would be a better storybook ending, I think, for his legacy. Whether or not he cares about that legacy or not is, you know, that's up for debate, yeah. and is up for anybody else. The only person who can answer that is Punk. But that would be a good storybook ending for him, especially if you can get Punk versus Omega, who's on a hot streak right now.
0: Oh god, that would be that would be an awesome freaking match. Oh wow, Anything <laughs> about that. Like, if you did you get Punk versus Omega?
1: Yeah. Even Cody. Uh, somebody had. Done some mock-up fan artwork on Twitter, and Cody shared it, and it was, uh, it showed Omega versus Punk on the banner, so I mean it's very likely that it could happen.
0: Oh man, that'd be crazy. I'm I'm telling you, it definitely would be. Sorry, I'm trying I'm trying to hold back my coughs. That's why I'm not talking as much as I usually am. So sorry if you're uh, wondering why I'm kind of <laughs> man. See. Whew. <clears throat> find well. Yep. So uh let's go on to the next thing. What do you think about Jason Jordan progressing? As he, you know, how, what to, you know doing in your mind? Well, hmm.
1: how, how can we put this? Um I I don't know. I'm just he's <coughs> not feeling it, you know? It's it's not it's not my cup of tea. I'm not, he's I'm he's not becoming pretty, he's
0: pretty, coming pretty good heel though. He's doing a good job with his, his, like you know portrayal of being like a slimy, like you know overconfident guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's he's doing what he should.
0: Yeah. Um, I just I don't
1: know. It's it's one of those things where it's hard for me to kind of get on board with it right now. Yeah. So, and it's not because I don't think he's doing a good job. It's just I'm not buying in. I'm not buying into a lot of the WWE stories right now and that's and that's what's kind of killing me right now cuz i'm like uh <laughs> and after watching the wrestle kingdom 12 show man if new japan hasn't caught my interest more so as of late so it's like oh, i'm yeah. not really i'm not digging the wwe product at the moment
0: and yeah and you're not the only one that says that honestly it's it's just not there's nothing exciting like there really
1: isn't anything exciting going on in wwe right now
0: I mean, besides Raw 25, I know what you mean. I'm, I'm excited to see all the guys come back and different people people for sure, but I know what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we got the Royal Rumble, which, you know, we get both the male, the male and female talent, which there's been a ton of different names rumored to, to make a, an appearance in the Rumbles, in both of them. And I'm what, like. What's, what Ugh. would be
0: your major surprise in the, the men's Rumble first? You know,
1: um, obviously people would think Kenny Omega. I'm not I'm not even going to say Kenny Omega mainly just because I'm like eh I just it's not going to happen. He's he's busy with New Japan. Um I know you had said that you would hope Daniel Bryan. I don't yeah. really see I don't really see that happening either. Um You know though who I think could make a pretty cool surprise if everything's done right? What? Batista
0: Oh, yeah, that's, I've been saying that, too. It would be awesome to see Batista back, but I think he'll probably get booed no matter what, though. I, he may, or it could be that thing where if if they keep it under wraps, like if
1: it's kept secret, yeah. it's kind of like the Chris Jericho comebacks. If they can keep him quiet to where nobody finds out about it, and since Batista has already said that he, he wants to do another run with WWE, and he's talking about a full-time run, not part-time gig um, – what better way to start than by coming back as a surprise in the Royal Rumble, you know? Um, also, uh, we saw over in TNA, uh, James Storm is now officially done. I I hope he ends up in NXT. Um, that's just me, but also, uh, at the, at the TNA tapings this past weekend, EC3 has wrapped up his, his TNA commitment. So
0: what do you think about, um, Johnny, uh, Johnny Wrestling's wife signing, Candice LeRae.
1: She's a good addition to the women's uh, division that you they're growing see her in the Rumble. NXT.
0: No, no, no. Too early? no.
1: Yeah, I think I, she's definitely going to go through the NXT uh, portion. Uh, a lot of the women that were in that May Young Classic, if not all of them, are all going to go through NXT first. If any of them... If, if they sign a good portion of them... Uh, they're all going to make a run through NXT first. The only person I think who could jump that line potentially, which has also been rumored to actually be one of the surprise names in the women's Royal Rumble match. Yeah. Um, WWE has been real interested in bringing back Serena. Those of you who can recall Serena, mm. uh, Serena Deev is her name. She played one of CM Punk's straight edge society. Guys. She's, uh, she's, she's definitely a lot healthier she's too than where hot. she was. Yeah. Definitely a lot more healthier than what she had been in her previous run.
0: I would Appear- do her. Sorry.
1: Oh God,
0: Ramsey, what is with you being naughty today? I don't know, naughty. Oh God, it just sounds weird. You say naughty, so. Well, we'll, well it's being truthful. We'll move on. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> man, see, this is what you get. Yep. Yeah, that's what you get. You cough out our our, our all of our listeners' ears. Sorry. Congratulations, man. Uh, but no, I, uh, I think she's she's rumored as to be a surprise for me. Though when you're talking about surprise entrances in the Rumble, in mm. um, the females especially, I would love to see Trish
0: make an appearance. Oh, I think that's more than likely, man. I, I doubt they're not gonna use, bring Trish back. Uh, you never know. I, I honestly mean, doubt. Even Trish went on Twitter and was like, said something like, you know, kind of hinting. I, I, hey. So basically, she basically she's not like not down for it kind of thing, you know.
1: You know what? Also, be I would also like to see make a uh, an appearance in the women's Royal Rumble.
0: Karma. Uh, huh? Karma. Yes. Really? Oh, I'm surprised I actually got. I'm that
1: I'm dead serious. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Cause think about it. Nia Jax goes in there, starts destroying women, and all of a sudden you hit zero, and you hear Karma's yeah. infamous music hits.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tell me that that actually wouldn't be interesting to see. Definitely would. I mean. I'd pick Karma to, to 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 beat Naya though. Is the, is it just me or does Naya's voice not fit her body? Like uh, you'd expect her not to be so like she's she's like talks really girly, and it's almost like I want her to be like a Karma. It's more like scary. I mean, that's just yeah, me. I don't know why. I just like be a little more scary.
1: Yeah, I mean, but to be fair though, Karma had a bit of a feminine type of voice when you heard bit. her speak too. Yeah, a little bit. So... Yeah,
0: that's true. But it has something something more like? more like aggressive to her karma's voice you know it's almost yeah. like mike tyson he's this big ass you know this strong ass guy you're scared of him but he, you know, he talked to you're not like very scared of him anymore no, <laughs> i'm just know. gonna
1: knock your teeth out i'm just yeah. gonna knock them all out yeah i mean it very well could be yeah though those would be the two women's surprises i'd love to see is trish and karma
0: i mean you
1: you know what and i'll add a third one to there too yeah. Just because we haven't seen her in a WWE ring since uh, the early '90s, I'd love to see Medusa make a surprise appearance, or Lunda Blaze, as I guess, she's I guess as she see, was yeah. called. I mean, she's she's still in great shape, so I mean, mm-hmm. why not make an appearance? I think it'd be cool.
0: I can see that happening.
1: But and she's a she's because she was a, one of those revolutionary wrestlers too, that she was a female wrestler before female wrestling <clears> took <throat> off. You know,
0: so so this. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> See, this is why we were um, we were absent last week because there's no way I could have went last Sunday my my cough was so bad. Um so this the women's rumble to me is they're they're almost giving too much away. Like I I mean they've already given away like 20 something stars. Uh, uh 15 I, I, to be exact. No, but it's like please stop doing this. Well, I mean they have to because running, the 15th they've it. announced
1: the fifteen they've announced are the actual women on the yeah. rosters at the moment. So you can't say they're but, ruining it but, when they Okay,
0: the men's rumble, they've only like they have they have only shown like ten guys or ten guys or less.
1: Okay, so let's pause for a second. I don't want to pause women, yeah. fifteen women versus at least fifty men. Fifteen me how fifty man rumble? No, I'm saying 50 as in 50 guys that you could pick from to be in oh. the Royal Rumble oh, match. Oh, I, yeah, I see you there. Tell me how you can't already spoil a couple of the entrances. for. I know, I'm probably. just saying. It gets kind of old. It it can't get old when it's the first time and it's all no, of your roster.
0: No, them giving away like, things that I don't want really to give away. Let that be a surprise.
1: Well, the women's rumble isn't much of a surprise. Of course, they're going to have the women's roster on there for both of them. They're know, gonna Surprise me, though. You can't surprise it. Again, when you only got 15 to 16 women on as a total for both it's shows. It's bullshit, man. It's bullshit. <laughs>
0: Sorry.
1: Stop complaining about stuff that's, that you shouldn't even be complaining about. I'm a wrestling
0: about. fan. I complain, man. Sorry. That's, like one, of the well, things, that's one of our traits. We want to complain because we want things done just right. Yeah, well, you know, that's why they call you a smark, so. Oh, so maybe I'm related to mind, It's going to be a Marvel joke, or DC joke. Um, so anything else we could think we of? We may before? not have that many minutes. I know, that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's why it kind of went backwards. Um, but also didn't say. Uh, I don't know, what were you going to say? Something about Dolph Ziggler, but I forgot. Uh, Do I think he's going to come back in the rumble? Yep. Oh, yeah, they're... They have talked about. They've literally tried to make us remember why we're doing this bracket tournament so many times. And I was like, God, okay. I still, and I hope he does
1: come back. But I hope he has a different design with that U.S. title.
0: What do you mean? That, like,
1: I hope he shows up after the titles over, the tournament's over. Like when the the champions crowned. Oh. Ooh. And I hope he. I hope he walks out and he has, he has a title and he has the United States title but he has the new United States title.
0: And that. he literally
1: cool. he could use it again to the storyline of, I never said I was relinquishing the title. I just left that old piece of garbage in the ring so that I could go and upgrade to a new piece of uh, hardware. I'd be, down, I'd be down with that. And then it comes down to who's the real United States champion. Like I said, that's setting it up for Mania.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a Mania match. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, guys... <clears throat> trying to control my cough as we speak. It's already it's already flaring up again. Um, thank you for joining us. It was a good show of reality and rumbling at that. Um, wonderful thing. Yep. Travis, do you want? Oh, if you want to um, get a hold of me, talk to me, and bitch bitch at me. Whatever you want to do, find me on Twitter at WWE Ramsey. Travis.
1: And of course, if you want to come and. You know, follow yours truly, the best of the two,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and awesome smart knowledge of wrestling and not illogical, sensical crap.
0: Awesome, smart. Okay. Yeah. See. <laughs> uh,
1: don't you don't know my life, bro? Yeah, I barely know my life. <laughs> woo woo woo. Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter as well at Travis underscore Foulhark. And yes, I am becoming more active on Twitter, more so each passing week. Just. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I may not post a whole lot of stuff like in regards to statuses throughout the week. But when I do, I try to make it mean something. So definitely you get quality over quantity for me. Just saying. With me, you get both. Anything I post is quality. There you go. See? So you're not going to go wrong with any of us. Uh, But also, do us a favor and like our Twitter page for RumblingRumors.com. Go and like us on Facebook as well. Go check out the actual website Mm -hmm. for all of your latest news and articles from writers of the website, as well as free wallpapers of all your favorite stars, from Finn Balor to Sasha Banks who are tag team partners and in the match Challenge.
0: S- shout out to Patrick for writing some good articles as of late. I'm
1: telling you, your Rumbling Rumors is your one-stop shop for all news okay. and hardly any spoilers. If you oh, like yeah. to keep a surprise, because as I've gotten older, I've realized that one of the best parts about being a wrestling fan is being surprised. Mm-hmm. You won't read a whole lot of spoilers on our page. If every like. once in a while. But they're pretty much already giving them away. So, but you won't hear any spoilers. So... Go check out a real wrestling website of rumblingrumors.com, and then, like I said before, go like us on Facebook, mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter. You can go and follow me and Randy too. This is the too. longest
0: ass intro ever.
1: Outro. Outro. Fool. Good God! So you know what? Take care, guys. And I don't care what you do with your hair today. So,
0: and until next time, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Good night, bang!